BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back into House of Wrestling, everybody. It's me, Nick Houseman. Drop your shoes at the door. Hang your coat or your hat up over on the coat rack over here. Set anything down you want on the kitchen room table. Come on into the living room because sitting here by the fireplace today, we are joined by one of the most hated men in all of independent professional wrestling. It is our very good friend, Frank the Clown. Frank, thank you for coming into House of Wrestling here. Am I going to get heat for being on this show, Nick? It's uh, a good question, Frank. I don't know. I'm I'm causing problems. I don't. I, I don't mean, want. I, I honestly, when you get all those boos, it is solely by association with me. They're they're booing me. They actually really like you. I think that's what it is. You know. Yeah. You know. Contrary to popular belief, I am a very nice man, and you know, it, apparently, <laughs> everywhere you go, Nick, you leave a wake of destruction and controversy. So it's uh. only fitting that I'm here today with you because I, I kind of do the same thing sometimes. <laughs> this is going really well. This is exactly the tone I wanted to set. I'm gonna light some incense, everybody. We're gonna get some some incense. We're gonna get a nice aroma. Everybody, relax. Take some beats. I'm in my right? my Thursday best right now. So you know. This is my houseware, my loungewear. So we are, uh, we're not here to cause problems today, Frank. We're, it's a very yeah. peaceful house. Yeah. I just, I've smoked house weed. Wrestling. I smoked weed earlier today. Not recently, but earlier. Woke up, a little coffee, a little smizz. It's fine, yeah. right? I'm in, a, I'm in a chill mood, you know. We're here, not cause a problem. So let's talk about CM Punk. Because uh, a lot of people right now, very much talking about CM Punk. Because it looks like he's coming back. There's all these other crazy stories around cm punk right now who likes cm punk who hasn't buried what hatchets with punk and where and when but at the beginning of all of this at the very beginning frank when punk came back to pro wrestling the first person he gave a big old hug to was you and you were ringside at the first dance in the united center and you were the first and so in that moment how did you feel? Do you think you're all, that we were starting a beautiful story? Go back to me here in the beginning. How, how was that embrace yeah. with Punk at the first opening? It was, I mean, it was special. I think we, we've talked about it before. Um, I, I always go back to Money in the Bank 2011. I've wrote about it. I've done podcast interviews about it ad nauseum. That I thought that nothing was ever going to compare that night to any other night like that could possibly be had as, in wrestling. Um, I almost was saddened by it where I walked away from like money in the bank, you know, 12 years ago. And I was like, I, just, I don't think anything's ever going to be that good. And then you fast forward, you know, what, 10 years later. And now we're at the United center in Chicago. And now punk has been gone for seven years and he comes back and it's such an emotional moment. Um, it, it's, it was so special. It was super, super cool. And, and for all, like for everybody in that crowd to again, be in unison, 
support their guy after all the trials and tribulations over the course of the past seven years. And even goes back beyond that, where it all culminates for that night and that reception and that atmosphere. Oh, man, it is super, super special. I, get, I literally get chills talking about it still. And, and obviously to share the moment and embrace is super awesome. I, I didn't know anything that was going to happen that night. I didn't, I didn't poke around to find out. I wanted to just be as surprised as everybody else was. And I'm very glad that was the way I approached it because it made it, you know, all the more, you know, important and special for me personally. So, cause you, so you, Punk didn't know you were going to be front row if I remember this correctly, right? No. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. So you obviously have a, a rapport there. The man gave you a hug. So how, what is, what, what is your relationship like with Punk where you're getting hugs in this debut moment and everything like that? Well, what, what's, what's the, what's your, what's your guys relationship like, Frank? Yeah. You know, um, I may consider him my best friend, but I don't think I'm his best friend. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, mm. you know, I've went on record many times and CM Punk's my hero. Before anything else, um, this man has probably been a bigger influence on my life than any other individual human being walking the face of the earth. Um, my, you know, fandom, so to speak, with him dates back, you know, pre-WWE and, and even like pre-ROH and you know, the independence when I was a teenager and, and learning about it on forums and illegally downloading DVDs and this and that. And, you know, discovered Straight Edge, which I am to this day. I'm, I'm 32 years old. I've never had a drink. I've never smoked a thing in my life. Um, you know, not because of punk, but I discovered it through punk and realized it was a lifestyle choice that made sense for me. Um, I just, you know, people can say what they want. Uh, I've had a relationship with punk for over a decade. And he's been nothing but the best. Uh, he's, he's honest. He's real. Um, he's unapolog unapologetically him, which I admire uh, so much. And, you know, even going in, I'm pulling back the, the curtain a little bit when it comes to, you know, my wrestling character, so to speak. But, uh, you know, I mold a lot of what I do around him. If you watch my promos, you'll see hints of CM Punk. I literally drop a CM Punk line in almost every single one of my promos just as an Easter egg. I don't even know if anybody is paying attention to realize it, but I do it anyways. So um, he's the best. Um, and, you know, again, a polarizing individual, but again, somebody that gets everybody talking. And here we are today. There's an on sale or a pre-sale for the United Center. Tickets are moving well. The buzz is here. The man can, you know, whether or not, whether he's there or not, there's no guarantees he'll be there, you know. But, uh, but again, personally, He's the best. So what was going through your mind when you're watching uh, what happened at the at the all out scrum? And and honest, like and truthfully, like a couple weeks before that, because this thing, it really kind of spilled over onto TV in a way that no longer felt like a fun pro wrestling story to me. I had a lot of people up and down telling me, oh, you're getting work. They're all in on it. I was like, I don't know. It seems pretty personal. Um, what, what did what did you uh, what what? Yeah. What did you think of all that? What was going through your mind as you were watching that all play out? Yeah, you know, what's funny was, um, gosh, I don't even know if I should be saying this, but I was backstage for All Out, and I wasn't around when everything happened, but I had left right as the scrum was probably beginning, so I was actually in the parking lot when um, all of it was happening, and obviously I was, you know, shocked as everybody else was. I wasn't fully understanding what was happening because I started to drive home, and I was kind of like off the radar for a little bit, and once I got home and settled in, I, I kind of was seeing the lay of the land and um you know it it is what it is right obviously the situation happened i think probably everybody would want it to have gone a different way but it is what it is and like 
you know, whatever happened from that point forward is up to ever, all those individuals to decide how they want to proceed with it and, and be professionals and whatever that is. Certainly not a place for me to make any judgments or opinions. Sure. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I'm excited that, you know, we, we may be, you know, turning the page on all that and, you know, getting to enjoy, you know, the entertainment, uh, because at the end of the day, it's wrestling, right? Like we just all want to be entertained. And I think we're going to get back to a point where all of, you know, all of those individuals, we can move past it. And, and obviously we can all be entertained again. What was the vibe like backstage and all that that day? Did you, did you sense tension or was it, how was it? Business as usual. I had been there a couple of times before. Um, I, I, you know, nothing seemed out of the ordinary to me. And, um, I actually gifted Punk a uh, a, Larry, a custom Larry Funko Pop that day that I had made. So uh, yeah, wow. yeah, it was actually a long time coming. It was made years ago. Um, we hadn't had a chance to to connect, so uh, I, I finally gifted it to him after a long uh, t- uh, tumultuous road to get there. But no, nothing out of the ordinary, and uh, it was a great experience for me. Um, you know, it, it definitely I don't, wouldn't say puts a chip on my shoulder, but makes you want more to to have a taste of it. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a super cool experience. So nothing out of the ordinary that, you know, would have never saw anything, uh, strange coming. So yeah, normal. So what do you want to see now with punk? What do you, do you want the Joe feud? Do you want a Jericho feud? Do you want an MJF feud? Like what, what's your, cause we're running this back, man. Are you going to be ringside for the comeback? Are you, you going to get another hug? Cause it's the exact same backdrop and everything this time around. It is. Um, I'll say this. Uh, Frank the Clown will be there in what capacity TBD. Whoa. So, uh, but, you know, going to punk, uh, I want, I want whatever punk is happening, you know, what, what kind of fulfills him at this point. Um, I'm sure he has his ideas of where he wants to go with it. Obviously the history of punk and Joe, me being a, a nerd for that era would be insane. They haven't been in the same ring with each other in about 18 years. If my calculations are correct. Um, obviously him and Jericho have a long history with WWE and obviously maybe some of the real life stuff as well. So whenever like, you know, there's, there's real life drama, it always, if you can bring it onto the television screen, we've seen it in the past, it makes for really, really captivating television. So, uh, you know, I, I think the run that he was on was to me, a legendary run. I thought he put together some really, really awesome matches, awesome stories, huge box office. I thought it was some of the best work he's ever done in his career. Um, and that's not even me kissing ass. I just thought it was fantastic to come out after seven years and kind of just pick up right where he left off and almost be better. Uh, it, I thought it was awesome. So again, I, I think that this run, again, assuming that it does happen, because Nick, nothing has been confirmed. No, no announcement. You're right about that. Um, I, I think it'll be again very special, and you know, the, every we you know we win. The, the viewers win. The audiences win. The wrestling business as a whole wins. Um. So uh, you did tease that you might do something here on June seventeenth in some capacity. So where where does the thing stand with you in pro wrestling right now at the moment, Frank? Like what it. You want to let everybody know kind of what you're doing at the moment? Like, what, where are you trying to make inroads right now? Well, Nick, I mean, my words are, you know, I think I'm the best manager in pro wrestling. However, I cannot necessarily give myself that crown until I'm operating on the same level as the other managers in pro wrestling. I cannot sit here and tell you I'm better than Paul Heyman because Paul Heyman has been on television for the better part of 30 years and is featured every single week. He's fantastic. Um, I cannot sit here and say that even in my heart of hearts, if I believe I'm better, 
um, which is a, a crazy thing to even say. I can't actually, you know, say that and, and mean it until I'm on that level, being able to be on that platform to do it. So again, you know, uh, Frank the Cloud is around all the independents. Uh, you know, I've been at Freelance Wrestling, Warrior Wrestling, uh, down in Florida, I'm at a couple of promotions, Boca Raton Championship Wrestling, uh, Black Label Pro. I've been everywhere. You see me on GCW. Normally doesn't end well for Frank to count GCW. No, That's bad. neither here nor there. Um, but, you know, I, I'm on a true psychotic crusade to be legitimately the only manager to be going from promotion to promotion, securing championship after championship, and main event after main event. And I don't think anybody else is doing it like I am right now. There's managers that stay in their lane, stay in their region. That's great. But nobody's doing it like me. And everywhere I go, I've been elevating talent. Nick, you've seen it firsthand. You've seen it firsthand. You've seen the reactions in the crowd. You've seen the positions on the show that I'm at. It's not a coincidence that everywhere I go, I wind up in a main event spot or I wind up in an important story. It's not a coincidence. It's you know also hard work. People don't want to give me the credit for hard work. They think everything was handed to Fred the Clown because of you know family ties or from uh, you know the name or the social media platform I developed before breaking into the wrestling business. Like, know how difficult it was for me to get even my foot in the door you oh, know yeah. literally better than anybody so it's uh, it's frustrating sometimes but again the chip on my shoulder has continued to build and build and build and i've evolved a lot over the years i'm really really feeling like i'm hitting my i've hit my stride but i'm continuing to hit different levels my confidence is at a, a, an all-time high so to me it's i'm ready for whatever comes my way. I'm ready for the next level. I've been ready. And I think I bring something to the table that nobody else brings. Nobody else is like Frank the Clown. Nobody has the presentation. Nobody has the two, I believe, Mike skills, charisma. Um, and again, I can elevate people, which is the most important thing. As a manager is their role. So again, my phone is on. We'll, we'll see what happens. But um, I'm, I'm ready for whenever the moment happens. It's it's uh, being a as I know being an independent pro wrestling manager is very interesting because for the wrestlers there's like a there's like a lane there's like a path you just follow it right you do shows you grind you wait for opportunities you take advantage of opportunities you grind you move up the ladder you grind you take an opportunity boom 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 if you do that long enough you will have a good chance of succeeding in the world of professional wrestling for managers that's where I got frustrated and stopped doing it was because at, at the time. Like a decade ago, God, it's old at this point. Like there just wasn't the the Chicago scene wasn't alive. AEW didn't exist. There were yeah. not nobody was hiring managers. So what do you get the vibe right now uh, as far as interest from major promotion goes in in characters like yourself, Frank? Yeah, like you said, there's no blueprint to get there, right? Um, no. It's you know WWE is not necessarily always in the business of hiring those who are only a manager. Um, it's very, very few and far between. In fact, they don't even really utilize managers as much anymore in general. No. AEW does, but, you know, they utilize a lot of the older legends. And, uh, you know, and obviously they have a good slew of managers there that have been there for a while. Um, with respect to all of them, they're all similar to a degree, which is why I come in and I say Frank the Clown is vastly different, a vastly different character, very flamboyant, over the top. Uh, you know, I, I can do it all. And. Uh, you know, with what you're saying is like, how is it different now is it, it there's, you could go out there and have a great match, right? As a wrestler, you can put on great match at the great match. You can go viral on Twitter with a gift, 
it's not really that easy being a manager to do so because yeah. you live and die on either your promos or the stuff that happens around the ring. And you're not necessarily going to get a little spot gift that you were doing as a manager on the outside of the ring. So it really, really is dependent on the reactions you get from the live crowds, word of mouth, obviously, being able to promote yourself. Um, but full disclosure, I've had discussions with, with some of the major companies. Um, I think to me, it's a timing thing. Frank the Clown's a very specific flavor of ice cream. That's what I always say. You can't always mix every single flavor of ice cream because it might not taste very well. However, if you find this flavor of Frank, you find another flavor that makes sense to mesh it with, then you got yourself an ice cream sundae. So uh, when somebody wants to eat that ice cream sundae and want to order it, yeah. you know, the rainbow haired man is, uh, is ready to go. I'm oddly aroused right now. Now, when you look at the landscape of the big promotions, are there any talents that you're like, man, you know, I think if I was paired with this talent, we could really do something and, and I could help get them to the next level. The way I look at it is AEW has what? 200 talent under contract currently and they have what five hours of television or what's going to be every single week and then you add on roh or whatever else they do still a lot of talent that's really kind of sitting around doing nothing um you're paying these people to be there you're paying these people either to sit at home to me somebody like abaddon mm. you know again abaddon great character really good wrestler super unique but Abaddon's been lost in the shuffle. I know that I think, you know, they've been injured and whatnot for a bit, but um, I think they're back now. And, you know, being a, a zombie, zombies don't necessarily talk. You watch The Walking Dead, you watch The Last of Us, they don't speak. Who can speak for them? Hmm, I don't know. Perhaps uh, Frank the Clown. You know, I love that dynamic. I love the dynamic of, of being, you know, Nick, you know me. I'm not the biggest individual in the world. Uh, I am currently on a, a very strict reg workout regimen, believe it or not. But, uh, you know, overall, I'm a diminutive figure. So I like the dynamic of a small man with maybe a, a uh, I don't want to say a, a large woman, for lack of a better term. Okay. Or, <laughs> it didn't come off the way I want. But, uh, no, you know, it's going, this oh, is going really well. It's going okay. really well. Yeah. A large individual, right? Okay, um, sure. Another, Cesar Bononi in AEW. Has oh, been I love him. In a faction, a comedy faction for the better part of two years. The guy might legitimately have the best body in the company. He's 6'5", he's 250, he's shredded, he's handsome. A guy like that is, you know, just been sitting around. Um, there, and there's so many, you know, it, I can go on and on and on, but like those are kind of the, the couple ones that, that jump off the plane. Hell, the outcast, Paige, Soraya, Tony Storm, Ruby, they're all doing great. They all came from the WWE as outcasts. Well, you know, I was known as a WWE super fan for many of years. Hey, WWE, WWE Network star. Megastar. 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 Uh, you know, if they needed a, a different flavor of ice cream there, perhaps Frank the Clown could contribute. So, again, and obviously, you know, even going to NXT, there's a lot of college athletes in there that are jacked, that are incredible athletes that can run around and they can run six minute miles and bench press 400 pounds, but they might not have that charisma or the wrestling acumen because they may not be fans. That's where Frank DeFalco can come in and help. So I just think my unique skill set um, and my body of work that I've built, I could put it up against anybody. There's no manager on the independent that has even remotely close to a body of work that I have. The names that I've worked with, the different promotions I've worked at, the, uh, the magnitude of a lot of the spots I have been in 
Um, I feel like I've delivered. You have been there ringside for a lot of them. I you have. can attest to it. I think many people attest to it. But at the same time, Frank DeCloud doesn't always get the credit that he deserves, but he's going to go out there and he's not looking for the credit, but he'll take it and shove it back right in your jerk's faces. Wow. Um, so we bring up uh, WWE Network Megastar. Of course, I'm sure everybody remembers Frank from the hit show. Holy Foley. Are you still getting residuals on that? Not that I've seen. <laughs> is it available on Peacock? <laughs> it is available on Peacock. Is it? Go yeah. check it out. Yeah. Put a nickel and di- put a nickel or dime in Frank's pocket here. Check yeah. it out fully. Yeah, I actually popped on an episode a couple of months. I've I only watched it through one time when it debuted, and I have never watched it since. But I had randomly <laughs> put it on at some point to like entertain guests at our home or something. Um, I know Noelle and her little brother, or Noelle's not, but her little brothers are obsessed with it. They, they've watched it more than any human beings on the face of the earth. They just love going back and watching it for whatever reason. They're strange. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, it, uh, where are the checks, Peacock? And now I'm a Peacock megastar. And, uh, there's a billion dollar deal on the table here. And I, Frank the Clown's not getting any of it. It's a great point. Third most screen time of anyone on that show, may I add? Oh, there you go. <laughs> Third billing behind the actual Foley's. Uh, how is Noel, by the way? She's, she's all right. She's, uh, she's sitting outside right now. She's, uh, doing God knows what she doesn't want to, my voice projects. She doesn't like loud noises. So she has to remove herself from the room when I'm talking very animated. Um, she's all right. You know, like she's dealt with a lot of different health stuff and, uh, it would take another hour to kind of go into all of it, but she's taken a lot of steps to continue to get better and a lot of unique and unorthodox methods to have some relief from headaches and sensitivity to sound. So, you know, every day is, is, you know, a little bit of a struggle, but we take it one day at a time and, you know, hopefully she's on the right track to uh, normalcy. God, you are the wrong person for her to be with. Imagine. Jesus. Like, uh, you, I look at you and I can hear you, you know, yep. just I'm a loud individual in more ways than one, my friend. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. I have rainbow hair now. It's down to the, the, the middle of my back. Uh, I'm wearing, you know, again, this is my Thursday best. And uh <laughs> Yeah, I could be I could be a lot sometimes, but uh, I'm a loving, loving man, Nick. How are things with Mick? Is he still like you, or is he, are you back on the outs? He loves me. <laughs> he loves me. Yeah. He loves me. You know, you know, because you've interviewed him. He's I have. He says biggest... nice things. He didn't used to, but now he does. Didn't used to, and that's a shoot. Like there yeah. really is. It took a little bit for you know to win good old cactus over, but uh, him and I have had a lot of conversations, especially recently, about uh, kind of my my roadmap in wrestling here and uh yeah he's definitely got my back and uh you know my big thing is is people are like well you you again you have these family ties and whatever but it's like Frank the Clown wants to do it on his own you know and it's great to have people vouching for you in the business and a lot of times in the business it's not about what you you know it's not about who you it's not about what you know it's about who you know but in this case like I, I appreciate the advice I appreciate kind of the experience that he's went through obviously it's very different from then to now but um just kind of navigating and promo stuff and all that um, definitely is, is a big help. And really, we, we've had these conversations very, very recently. Man, what a resource. Just Mick Foley. I, I mean, legitimately one of the greatest wrestlers to walk the face of the earth. And, one, and, and even if we want to get more specific, one of the best on the microphone ever. Ever. And he's huge. Like, I didn't think of him as like the biggest wrestler when I was a kid. But then yeah. you go hang around Mick. That dude's big. He's a big he's a, guy. He's a large man. Yeah, he's a large man. And again, you take it for granted because if you're standing across the ring from the Undertaker, who's six foot nine, yeah. you would think, oh, okay, well, he, he doesn't, Nick doesn't look 
uh, absurdly large, but he's definitely much larger than the average man. We we actually had dinner uh, a couple of weeks ago out at Disney, and you know if you don't know Nick, big Disney guy here. Yeah, and, I got it. Uh, You're one of those Disney adults that creep us out. But go as ahead, you see, yes. as you see behind me, uh, you, we got Grogu over there. We got a haunted mansion painting. We got a Mickey Mouse. Neither here nor there. But, Peter uh, Pan syndrome, Frank the Clown over here. Go ahead. Oh, there's a yeah. Peter Pan. Uh, there's a giant. Uh, there's, sure, there's, there is. Disney, there's expensive Disney paintings all over this beautiful you'll Florida be a, home. Next, you'll be a boy forever, Frank the Clown. Go ahead. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, you know, we get have married, get a job, hippie. <laughs> Sorry. <go ahead. laughs> but I trust me, I've heard that uh, a long time ago. <laughs> they, they built a whole reality show about that, Nick. Actually, if you go I back, know. you watch it it's on Peacock. Season two, baby. Hook it up. I think it's hey, time. Season two, if there's ever a time. My goodness gracious. But totally. uh, but yeah, we went out to dinner at Disney a couple of weeks ago. And like, you know, he's larger than life in, in many senses of the word. He's getting stopped left and right. Super respectful of everybody. Very, very accommodating. But he stands out like a sore thumb, you know, because, again, he's a large man. But like, he's just so recognizable. Yeah. And he's transcended wrestling. So be like, just so beyond it that he's really a mainstream guy. Because, again, you send a lot of wrestlers and walk around Disney World. Nobody's going to really notice them. But somebody like him, he's in a very exclusive class where anywhere they go, they're going to get recognized, which is a double-edged sword, of course. But um, he's great. He's always, again, super welcoming, super nice to everybody. He, he really is the man that he everybody says he is. Yeah. Agreed. Here, here. I miss Mick. Yeah. Um, all right, Frank. Uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, we'll have you back down the road to talk more things here. Um, but where do you want to send people to uh, find you, follow you, support you, all those wonderful things. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm quite the uh, Twitter and Instagram guy. Uh, at, Frank the at Frank the Clown underscore. Uh, Frank the Clown will be at Black Label Pro in Crown Point, Indiana next Saturday. I don't know when this airs, but it'll be on Saturday the 3rd, June 3rd, I believe. Um, I'm going to put and- this out tomorrow, baby. It's my Friday. This is my camper for the week. Oh yeah, baby, turn save the best for the last of the save the best for the last of the week, baby. Let's go. That's but uh, yeah, you never know if Frank the Clown can pop up. That's the thing. Frank the Clown has been a surprise in many of places, many of promotions, many of arenas. And uh, you know, again, perhaps Frank the Clown will will pop up in June seventeenth at the United Center. Whether it's in the front row, whether it's in the middle of the ring, whether it's in a suite, whether it's in the parking lot selling bootleg T-shirts, who knows where Frank the Clown may be? <laughs> you just have to wait and find out. I like the bootleg t-shirt idea. All right, everybody, grab your stuff off the living room table. Thank you so much for dropping by for this conversation. Come back anytime. You're always... I mean, I, I fucked up my own way. I supposed to I go, Amateur. thanks for dropping into House of Wrestling. You're welcome back anytime. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc